podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, and you know what that means. It is our picks pod. My two good friends join me as they do every week to make picks. Daniel Alexander, our pro picker. What is up? Had a nice little Saturday. Happy to be here. Very good. Very good. And of course, uh, the biggest Coastal Carolina fan this side of the Mississippi, Chris Ross. <laughs> That is my name. And yes, because uh, I'm actually wearing their colors right now, and I didn't even think about that. Uh-huh. It was just it was just accidental. Like, he didn't even mean to. That's how big of a homer he's become for the Chanticleers of Coastal Carolina. He just wears – his whole wardrobe has just changed subconsciously. He doesn't even know what happened. <laughs> uh, very excited this week. Uh, since there's just five – non-FCS Big 12 matchups, which means you only have seven games to pick. I thought, you know what, let's 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 have some fun. Let's bring in a guest. Let's have a guest picker joining us today, someone who also likes to do picks on the side. Uh, Rob Bro of the uh, Gambling Gauchos podcast and uh, part of KKAM Radio. Rob, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. So, Absolutely. You guys, you do a good job, so I thought I'd come on and make some picks with you guys. I appreciate that. We always love picking. Uh, we love picking with other people. It's always a good time. You know, if we're going to already have some fun, let's spread the wealth. Right. Let's share. Let's enjoy some other people's company. Uh, before we get to this week's peak or picks, peak? Man, <laughs> slow down, Philip. Just like you tell your two-year-old when she's running down the street. Slow down. Let's look back at what happened last week. Uh, I don't know if you're just like Nostradamus or something, Chris, but it's maybe this season is just going to happen like every other one because you are our leader of the pack after week one. Chris with a six and three week, uh, Daniel and myself both five and four. So that is a above 500 across the board. That's a winning week here, people. We nice all made job, money crew. Very nice week. job. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Chris hit. On a South Dakota plus 15 and a half, hit on Tulane plus 32, hit on Kansas State minus two and a half, hit on Texas Tech minus one, hit on, of course, Coastal Carolina minus 34 and a half. And his dog of the week, Georgia, was the victor over Clemson, as we saw in, like, it's one of those, like, it was a good game because they were good players, but also the only touchdown was a defensive score. So cool. 
Uh, missed on West Virginia minus two and a half. Missed on Louisiana plus eight and a half. And missed on Baylor minus 13 and a half. Chris, how do you feel about week one? Feel good? I feel good. Anytime you can get uh, a hot start like that, that's great because this is, I feel like the first three, four weeks of the season are the hardest weeks to pick. And there's just basically no data to go off of. We, we don't know a whole lot about these teams and, and you can overreact so easily to week one. Um, so I'm super nervous about this week, but it's a good start. Very good. Uh, like I said, Daniel and myself went five and four. Daniel hit on the under 53 and a half in Kansas State Stanford, hit on the under 57 and a half in West Virginia, Maryland, hit on the under 53 and a half in Baylor, Texas State, hit on the under 62 in Bama, Miami, and his dog of the week, Nevada, uh, had a nice comeback victory for him, missed on Kansas minus 15 and a half, missed on Oklahoma minus 31, missed on Louisiana plus eight and a half, and missed on Houston plus two and a half. Daniel, I feel like you should probably just stick with unders because that's what's worked for you so far. Um, actually in my real betting, it's, you know, one of my more profitable angles. It's something that I have a good handle on. I do want to say we were talking about that Texas raging Cajuns game. I did say the line had gotten to a point where there's probably value now on Texas. I did just want to throw that out there. Gamemanship to stick with ULL. But uh, I did point out that I thought that line was getting a little short, a lot of credit to Texas. Uh, they did well. And then, uh, gosh, I was hoping Tulane won that. I just, <laughs> once it was getting close, I was like, Tulane, just win this damn thing. Just, just end <laughs> all this right now. Come on. So chaos in week one. Why not? Um, we had other chaos across the country. Thanks to Washington, Georgia tech, Duke, uh, Vanderbilt. Well, Vanderbilt doesn't count. They're just Vanderbilt. Um, I also went five and four hit on the under 55 and a half in Kansas, South Dakota hit on Kansas state minus two and a half hit on the under 57 and a half in West Virginia, Maryland. I hit with Texas minus eight. That was me. Uh, and my dog of the week, UCLA pulled off the nice, big, fat, very easy win over LSU. Missed on Oklahoma, minus 31. Uh, missed on Houston, plus 2.5. Missed on Baylor, minus 13.5. And, and I have a new principle for, for moving forward. I forgot that last week I picked North Carolina in my first non-Big 12 pick of the year and failed and then refused to pick North Carolina. And what did I do this year to kick off the year? Uh, I had a, just a case of uh, just complete memory loss and picked North Carolina to win again. Um, and they, that missed on North Carolina minus five. So I'm just going to put a policy into place. We will no longer pick, I will no longer pick anything regarding North Carolina one way or the other. Uh, I'm just going to, just going to keep it as a stay away. I believe is the correct, uh, is the correct term. So we're just going to steer clear of North Carolina at all costs moving forward uh, for my own sake and sanity. Uh, okay. And like I said, we have five. Big 12 games to pick this week, one non-Big 12 and one dog of the week. And before we hop into those, I do want to talk about my team on the rise, and that is Kansas State. Now, of course, we will not pick for them this week as they are playing the Southern Illinois Salukis, which is always a fun uh, mascot to stay out loud. Not quite as good as the Long Island Sharks, which is what was playing West Virginia, but Salukis nonetheless. Kansas State, my team on the rise, and as I mentioned on Monday, them and Kansas both getting wins was payouts for me. Uh, because I own a share of both on Symbol.app. Symbol, of course, the stock market for sports and the sponsor here on the 1012 podcast. Just take your knowledge of college football or as well as NFL, NBA, and MLB and make some money off of it. Buy shares of teams, treat them like stocks, trade them, buy them, hang on to them and get payouts every time the team that you have 
wins. Again, I have a share of Kansas and a share of Kansas State. Was successful with both of those. Daniel, how did uh, how did your portfolio do this past weekend? DCU stacked it up for me. A little dividend payout there. Um, that one wasn't too much of a surprise. But uh, this week they're Cal. I mean, they're line open minus nine. It's now out to eleven and a half. So I'm feeling good about just holding my TCU shares and uh, collecting some dividends. Let's go. I was high on the, I was high on the frogs anyway. This year, I think they're going to stack some wins for me. Yeah, it's not a bad share to have. I think it's. I think their uh, their value is on the rise as well because of that win. Uh, Kansas still, I believe, the cheapest one you can get as far as college football. So if you're looking to buy in, it's a good place to start. No, they probably won't get a whole lot of wins this week, but that's that's this season. But that's okay. That's okay. It's a long term investment, people. It's a long term investment. <laughs> uh, you can get a pretty good deal on on an Illinois if you feel so inclined to do so. Baylor still the low, second lowest uh, Big Twelve team at twenty eight eighty eight. If you want to buy in on the Baylor Bears, which I don't think it's a bad thing to do right now. Honestly, um, it wasn't bad against Texas State. It wasn't great, but wasn't wasn't bad. Uh, so of course, go to symbol.app, Check it out. Uh, sign up for free, poke around, and when you're ready to buy your first share, when you deposit $25, remember to use the promo code NETWORK12. That's N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2. When you deposit your first $25, you'll be entered in to win two free tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. Okay, so symbol.app, stock market for sports. Go check it out. Make your first $25 deposit. NETWORK12 is the promo code. Be entered in to win two free tickets to a Big 12 game if you're choosing. Uh, it's not the only thing we do is simple, but we're talking about that uh, in our pick three here coming up in a little bit because it's time to make some actual picks. Okay, we've, 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 we've teased this long enough. Let's dive right in. As always, we go in chronological order, so we're going to start with the Friday night game between the Kansas Jayhawks and the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. And, uh, and Chris, as our, uh, our, our defending champion now, uh, our week one winner, and uh, you being the biggest Coastal Carolina fan this side of the Mississippi, I'm going to go ahead and let you make uh, week the first pick here. Which uh, which way do you want? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you the line. God, I'm a terrible podcast host. I get so tied up in so many other things. Uh, right now, you can get uh, Coastal Carolina minus 25-ish. Uh, and the over-under is set at 52, though I know you don't care about over-unders, but I'm going to tell you. Anyways, uh, I'm going to let you talk about your pick, and I'm going to go ahead and put your pick that I know what it is in here while you do so. Yeah, um, look, they Kansas and Coastal Carolina have faced off uh, the last two years, so this is the third consecutive year. Coastal Carolina is already 2-0. and They're going to make that 3-0. and We saw them cover a 34-and-a-half-point spread against a better team last week. Kansas, I, I didn't pick them last week. I didn't believe them. They were a three-score favorite and barely got that win against a high school team. Yeah, Kansas is bad. They're just really, really bad. And, uh, yeah, I think everybody knows where I'm going to go with this. Uh, I'm all on the Coastal Carolina train until it derails. You need some train sound effects right there. That's for you. Choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, put those in. Uh, I'm sorry. You guys have to provide your own sound effects. I don't have <laughs> sound, buy a soundboard money. I'm really sorry sitting here in my office. Uh, best I can get you is, is minus 25, so I will put you down for Coastal minus 25. Uh, Daniel, where would you like to go this week? I had some higher hopes for Kansas last week. I thought they would show out a little better. A win is a win, okay? Give the program some credit. People were laughing at them online, storming the field and stuff. Look. Me, me, I was laughing at them. Hey, 1-0 when you're Kansas. 
That's, great, that's a great spot to be in. Good for those kids, you know. Um, this feels like favorite to under. I, I agree with Chris's Coastal Carolina take. And Chris, I don't know if you paid attention. Coastal Carolina was not covering late, and they were doing they, – they were trying as hard as they could to cover that spread late in the game. They were, they were pushing the ball down the field up, you know, 30-some-odd points with like three minutes left in the game. So, um, hey, that, That's all they need, just a quarter of effort. They got it covered. Ride the train, right? <laughs> that, again, feels like favorite to the under here. Coastal Carolina gets out to some big lead. Kansas inept trying to figure out what they want to do. We already have a little bit of sharp line move to the under. Uh, let's see, a couple books. A lot of books are hanging 52 and a half. Chris, Jazz. I'll take a 52 and a half if you got it. Uh, yeah, I can get to 52 and a half. That's not a problem. Um, Rob, as our, as our special guest, it's time to let you hop in here. Uh, what's your feel on this game? Of the analysis so far, this game is going to be dead under because Kansas isn't going to score. Uh, I'll also take the under here. Now, I'm a little bit nervous that Coastal is going to put like 49 up and then Kansas will get a touchdown late, but – Let's take the under at 52. I'll take 52 and a half if I can and uh, play this dead under. Yep. So this actually goes back because this is another point. I made it last week with uh, when I talked to Daniel with if you think that Coastal Carolina is doing all the heavy lifting here and that the under is what it was at 52 um, right there. And then Coastal Carolina only has to cover by 25. To me, that's just easy money at the at the 25. Uh, instead of playing the over-under. I mean, money. like we've talked about it before, <laughs> but something that I've started. Well, I mean, you really – you bring up a good point. It gets into some intermediate capping. It's like basically what do you think Kansas is going to do? You know, if you – know, books are telling us this is going to be about a 37-14 game, 37-13, something like that. In that case, that would go dog to under. But, but that's sort of what it's implying. It's right around there. High 30s for Coastal, low teens for Kansas – you know, if, if Kansas doesn't get there and Coastal gets up to their high 30s, low 40s and takes their foot off the gas and, you know, you don't get over, right? So, you know, I don't know if I answered your question there, but, but you know, like I said, you're, you're, you're capping how's Kansas going to do. And if you sure. don't trust them to go get you 14 points, then under might be a good play. Kansas comes, they sneak something late because Coastal Carolina is hanging back. Then you got a dog to over situation if they cover. So, I mean, this feels like Kansas might get nine three field goals. That leads that 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 implies the under. Yeah. There you go. I had a pretty pretty set principle with Kansas last year, and it was just take the over because whatever the set whatever the number was, the other team was going to put up a ton of points, and Kansas was going to do just enough to push that number over. When these two teams met on the field last year, it was the big shock that Coastal was just dominated Kansas. Final score was 38 to 23. Uh, that would be over this year's total. And that would not cover what Coastal is favored by this year. Now, I get it. Kansas, they look bad against the FCS team. They're not going to win this game. But I, I think I'm taking the over and I'm going to reestablish my Kansas principle. I understand the under hit last week. It made a lot of sense because the opponent didn't, wasn't going to do the heavy lifting as far as South Dakota goes. I think Kansas will do enough. I think coastal will do plenty. I could see a backdoor cover from Kansas late, 
just getting a touchdown that pushes that pushes it just just off of the 25 you know suddenly it's a, a 23 22 point win but I feel pretty good with the over here and I'm going to reestablish the principle I set last year and I'm going to roll with it because teams can score on Kansas and I, I think Kansas will look a little bit better this week than they did last week in week one because they just kind of, I mean, you'd think they would with the new coaching staff. So I will take the over and go against the trend here. Um, okay, moving on down to game number two, Oklahoma State facing Tulsa. Uh, this game on Saturday morning in Stillwater. Uh, as of right now, Oklahoma State, about a 13-point favorite. Uh, you can get it about 12 and a half. That line hasn't moved a whole lot. Over-under opened about 51 and a half, and it seems to have stuck around 51 and a half. Uh, Daniel, where would you like to go here, sir? I'm not a broken record. No laughing. I love this under this week, 51 and a half. Uh, a few things going on here. Uh, these teams, correct me if I'm wrong, was it last year or two years ago, played just a battle where like Oklahoma States had like two defensive touchdowns or something like that and squeaked out a victory. What was that? Was last that year. that was last year? Yeah. What a game that mm-hmm. was. These teams play each other tight. Tulsa's quarterback is still trying to figure stuff out and they had trouble moving the ball against UC Davis. Who's not a pushover team, by the way, that wasn't some fluke, you know, double a team showing up. Davis is a talented squad. Uh, got an inside guy over there that sort of lets me know how they're doing all the time. But Tulsa's QB still trying to figure it out. Um, Oklahoma State, they had a tough time. I mean, actually, just flat out, they had a, their offense had a tough time against uh, that was Missouri State on Saturday, right? That that game stayed under. Um, offense still doesn't have everything figured out. The defense, though, that's probably the best unit on the field is Oklahoma State's defense in this game. So that's the only unit that's going to show up. They're going to be able to keep this low. This actually feels like another favorite to the under sort of situation, 27-10, 31-13, something like that. But I think we got a little bit of a repeat of last year. Best units, Oklahoma State D. I'm taking it. Uh, Rob, where would you like to go? Yeah, I was just looking at Spencer Sanders is playing, right? Turning from that the COVID. not been completely yeah. – it hasn't been completely confirmed yet. It's believed that's what's going to happen, but so far it has not so been – Yes. All right. Well, I'll take a game time decision. Spencer Sanders rally for Oklahoma State. What is it? 12 and a half? 12 and a half. Uh, let's see. I always got to shop around. I saw it was 12. And I see a 12 and a half uh, at Bet MGM. And I see a. Yeah, no, Heritage has 12 and a half. Chris has Circa's 12. got 12. Yep. Yeah, Circa's got 12. Yeah, they're up. 12s are out there. 12 flat. Yeah, we can do that. That's not a problem. All right. Um, Here's the deal. Uh, Tulsa, and, and I don't use this as an excuse because they knew they were going to have these players out all offseason after the bowl game tussle with Mississippi State, but the the bulk of the players that had the impact for Tulsa that missed the opener, six players missed the whole game, three missed the first half, were on the defensive side of the ball. Those players don't miss. Tulsa wins that game. Uh, Tulsa's offense looks bad. It's not not very good they've got some nice weapons but again daniel you're right the quarterback is still really trying to figure some things out oklahoma state's defense is good now they'll be without trey sterling for the first half um 
even with Spencer Sanders back, I am curious how much Oklahoma State will be able to effectively run the ball because they couldn't do it against Missouri State. And Spencer Sanders is only going to fix so much for this offense. And hopefully the offensive line spent all week working on run blocking. We'll see what happens. I, all that said, I don't think Tulsa scores a whole lot. I don't think Oklahoma State scores a ton. I think OSU covers this. I do. But if it's going to be a lower scoring affair, which I kind of think it might be, I'm, I am worried about a backdoor cover. It wouldn't shock me if this was a game that Oklahoma State led by 17 points or 20, 20 points and then a, a late touchdown just kind of pushed it pushed it in Olsen's way. Um, OSU tends to, if they get comfortable enough, bring in the backup. So I, I feel much better with Dan Daniel's side here in taking the under 51 and a half than I do taking OSU's side. I feel like OSU's probably going to cover this, but I feel more comfortable with the under because I just have too many questions about both teams and where I feel the most confident is going to be that the defenses will perform pretty well. I have questions about the offense. So the under feels pretty good. Uh, Chris, where do you want to go? Yeah. I, I, this line at, at Oklahoma State minus 12, it feels about probably where it should be. So it's a tougher pick, but I don't want to overreact to, to last week for the Cowboys. Uh, getting Sanders back will be huge, you know, hopefully provide a spark to the, to the offense. Um, for a lot of the guys, you guys covered a lot of the points. I, I agree with you there. I do think Oklahoma State probably, you know, a 13, 14 point game. So it's not a huge margin, but I'll, I'll take the Cowboys. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. All right, uh, moving on down the schedule here. TCU welcoming Cal in our, our Cheez-It Bowl rematch. We've all been waiting for the ugliest bowl game that ever did get played. TCU welcoming Cal at 2.30 to Fort Worth at the moment. Uh, TCU is a... I lost it. Where did it go? 11. 11? Thank you. Why is my thing all messed up? Where did it go? Ah, crap. 11 and a half, even 12. We're going to... 11 and a half. 11 and a half. So the, the, that'll be the number we go with. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, 11, 11 and a half, uh, over under currently about 48. Um, so let's see, Rob, where would you like to go with this one? Uh, 82% of the bets this week are coming in on TCU. I don't like betting with the public that much. It seems like a fade the public kind of bet, but I just don't like Cal (laughs) at all. I, I don't, I don't like anything about Cal. I don't love TCU's offense, but if you trust Doug Meacham to finally have control, right? Because in the years past, it was, well, Sonny's in control, no Doug's in control, no Jerry Kill's in control, whatever it is. If if Doug Meacham is finally in control of TCU, can do what they need to do, I think I like TCU at 11 and a half. I don't love this game. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to fade the public and I'll take Cal 11 and a half. I think I can get you. Yep, yeah, 11 and a half is best I can get you. Okay. You know, 
I realize that TCU was playing an FCS team last week. I understand that they went to 12-minute quarters for the second half. Um, they didn't score in the second half because they literally didn't even try. They pulled the offense. They went with all the backups. They gave everyone else an opportunity. TCU's defense looked good. The question is, I don't want to overreact to week one. But Cal's built on defense and not great offense, and their defense was not even that great in week one. I think TCU should be able to cover this, and I absolutely think that they will. Like, I, I, I think it's more likely that TCU blows Cal out by like three touchdowns than that this is a close game. Um, I, I think they have figured something out in offense. I think Max Duggan looks good. I think the run game looks nice. I'm going to take TCU minus 11. I feel really good about the Horn Frogs this week. I'm going to join you with that pick because, um, I mean, even if it was against a team with a name, I'm not sure how to pronounce TCU looked pretty solid. They got it rolling. It continues this week. You know, the Pac-12 we saw who they are last week and I, I don't want to overreact to it, but I, I don't think Cal's anything special. And I think TCU will, will handle it. Daniel. Gosh, you guys are killing me here. <laughs> I hate all he doesn't of want to go with us. He doesn't, want, he doesn't, I don't, but that's, that's where I was. Uh, Chris, you and I always talk about, you know, full disclosure, uh, anyone following me on the app at TC right away, minus nine. That line was short. My number's 14 and a half. Um, and for, 14 and a half with, with this low total with, you know, we got a total sort of now dipping into the forties or excuse me, the high forties. Like in my opinion, there's some real separation in my numbers between TCU and Cal. And with this low implied total, if, if TCU can get the jump, you know, get up sort of that 10, 13 points by the third quarter, it's going to be hard for me to see how Cal comes around and covers this. Now, look, we got three guys all saying we love TCU. How the hell is Cal going to cover? Done. I mean, recipe for disaster right there. All of us just taking the home fave on a Saturday, you know, scratching our heads. Oh, no way Cal's going to cover. Well, then they do. So. Uh, yeah, hey, Rob with definitely the 10-12. <laughs> I mean, sure, this is the kind of thing we're like. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> he, he's right. You know, it's like four out of five people right now walking up to the counter taking TCU, and they've bumped that line out now two and a half points. And you know, I don't know. I'm going to stick with my numbers here. Uh, I love the move. I love that I got it at nine. I am going to take it at eleven and a half for the pod here today. For 11. I'm high on the frogs. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, you can get it for 11. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Uh, speaking of TCU for real quick, um, some really good news just a few days ago, if you happen to be on the Twitters. Um, you know, we talk about Homefield Apparel all the time. They are an official sponsor of the 1012 Podcast, and we love that they are. And we keep talking about how there is a Big 12 team that is going to be added during Big News Saturday Season 2. It is this month. But it's not the one that Homefield tweeted about just a few days ago. Uh, TCU Athletic Director Jeremiah Donati. Don't worry for everyone that is asking. Homefield Apparel is in the works. And Homefield did not deny. In fact, they pretty much just confirmed it. So guess what, TCU fans? You guys get to be excited. Your school's throwback vintage logos are going to be part of the Homefield Apparel collection 
sometime in the near future. The most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will find absolutely anywhere. I know TCU fans are now currently excited. I am excited for TCU fans. I'm excited to see what kind of cool old stuff TCU has and we'll look forward to purchasing something. Of course, they also have Texas, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Baylor, and Oklahoma State currently on there, as well as more than 100 other brand new schools. And they're taking big new Saturday uh, season two off this week in honor of the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Makes a lot of sense. Props to them for doing so. They'll be back next week. Um, big 12 fans pay close attention to next week. That's all I'm going to say. Um, guys, promo code NETWORK12. N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2 gets you 15% off your first order at Homefield Apparel. All orders of $70 or more get free shipping. So TCU fans, if you haven't bought yet and you've been waiting, you feel free to wait a little bit longer. Just go ahead and earmark that promo code. You're going to need it. Uh, if you're other Big 12 fans or you are someone who's listening to the show maybe for the first time or you've been on the fence or you've got a few things in your cart you've been waiting to buy back myself until the new Big 12 school is released, remember that promo code. Network 12, 15% off your first order. All orders of $70 or more get free shipping because no one's going to go by the air and buy one thing. Be rocking the most comfortable vintage college apparel, t-shirts, sweaters, and hoodies this college football season. You know, if the school's tweeting about it, it's legit apparel. Like it's, it's legit, comfortable quality. It's not just some weird fly-by shop, you know, doing some screen printing. Like this is, it's legit. This is not Fanatics. Sorry, Fanatics. That was mean. Um, just kidding. Fanatics is very nice stuff. But the point is, there's a reason every school is getting on there. There's a reason every fan base is clamoring for it. There's a reason everybody wants to have Homefield. If you haven't gone to Homefield Apparel yet, you really should. The stuff is amazing. Uh, speaking of Homefield, they have Iowa State here, and that is the game that we were talking about next. Arguably the best, biggest, most important game in the Big 12 this week. The Iowa State Cyclones, the battle for the Cyhawk, Iowa State wearing their black jerseys on Saturday, which is just a slap in the face to Iowa, and it's the one time I will not dog them for wearing black. I get it. I understand why you do. We can agree to disagree. Whatevs. I love Iowa State. I really do. Uh, do us all a favor and actually pull it off this year. That would be really nice. Uh, I'm going to take this one first. Uh, Iowa State, Iowa, 330 kickoff in Ames. Iowa currently about a four, four and a half point, or Iowa State currently about a four, four and a half point favorite over under around 46. Um, here's the deal. I do think this is the year that Iowa State will win this stupid game. And for God's sakes, it better be. Um, that said, I'm taking, I'm taking Iowa to cover four and a half. Um, I just... I'm sorry. Like, I think this is a field goal game. Like, I know I've talked to my Iowa State fan, friends and fans and Levi and, and Iowa State's the better team. They're more athletic, all this stuff. Um, I have some legitimate concerns. With, the only big concern I had after week one was some issues on the offensive line. And Iowa's defensive line looks really stinking good. I think Iowa State wins this game, but I think it is a very close game. I think it is closer than four and a half points. I think Iowa State wins but I'm going to take Iowa to cover the four and a half. Uh, Daniel, where do you want to go? This total opened at 48 and a half. It's going to be windy at Jack Tice. Ooh, windy. Some sharps already knew that. The total's down now to 46. And I'm not touching the total. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm not too high on, on, on Iowa State this year. I'm taking Iowa for different reasons. 
Uh, my raw numbers actually have Iowa minus one. Uh, this is a game that I'm very happy to take Iowa on that plus four. Even, you know, totals implying sort of a 27-23, 24-21, something like that. I feel great in this spot. Really funny, too. Like, this is sort of anecdotal, meaning, you know, I don't hang my hat and, and wager big money on something like this. But non-conference dogs, after they absolutely blow out the spread, uh, which Iowa did uh, last week against Indiana. When I say blow out the spread, I mean crush the spread by 21 or more. They're 59% against the spread the following week. And that's going back till 2006. So that's about 15 years of data. We got about 300 games. Non-conference dogs blowing out the spread. They go on the road the following week and they cover again. Almost 60% clip. Not an actionable item, but it's really interesting that Iowa uh, fits that angle. And I've got them as a minus one. This is going to be a tight, awesome game. Can't wait to watch it. Iowa plus four and a half. Let's cash. Uh, Rob, where do you want to go, sir? I also like Iowa plus four and a half. They won five straight. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't win a sixth. They're taking the win. Well, I'm not going to the money line. I'll I'm, take the four and a half, but <laughs> you're, not, you're not forcing me to go money line, but yeah, I'll take the four and a half. Hey, it's a it's a top ten rivalry matchup. Mm-hmm. Game day, Ames is going to be lit. This is the year that they that Iowa State gets it done. Except for it's kind of not. It's just I have a feeling I I it's just not. And I mean, it's nothing against Iowa State. It's nothing against the team they have this year. But I was very good, and you know, as an Oklahoma State fan. I understand having a team that can go compete for everything, but yet they still have to deal with Oklahoma every year. Oklahoma's not going anywhere. And Iowa also happens to be very good. And yeah, like Daniel said, I, I just, there's something about this game. I think, I think Iowa gets the win. Um, I'll take the four and a half. I think that's what we can get it for right now. Um, Guys, we're, we're doomed. Iowa, Iowa state. Iowa State's going to win by double digits. We all understand hey, that, right? But, but here's the thing. It's a win-win for me. If Iowa State goes wins that game, I, w- I am happy to give up, take the L on here. Like, I would, I would, I, that would be the best-case scenario. Well, the best-case scenario is Iowa State wins by, like, two. Let me just clarify three. for all the Iowa State fans I know will listen to this podcast. I'm picking Iowa State to win. I just think they'll win close. The other three Yahoos – I think Iowa's going to win. So don't come at me. You will. Uh, I would love wanna, to be wrong. I, you want to tweet at Danner B7, uh, at uh, Chris Ross yeah. Sports. At Rob Brosh. <laughs> oh, God. No, no, no. Nobody worry. <laughs> All four of us took Iowa. It's automatic Iowa State oh, yeah. wins and covers. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I, I, Iowa State wins by double digits. That's how this stuff works. All four of us love Iowa. Yeah, no way. You, you want to know what money is, Chris? It's when all of us have the same thing. It will be the opposite of what we pay. Oh uh, yeah, we are. That's money. Know. That's money in the bank. All right, uh, let's move on down to our last Big Twelve game that we're going to pick this week: Texas on the road at Arkansas, and one of the uh, in a rivalry that is bigger than most people who are college football fans now realize. The younger fans, this is a this is a heated rivalry. They don't play a whole lot. Arkansas fans hate Texas. Trust me, I live in this state. They are like. This is a massive, massive game for Arkansas. Soon to be conference game. Soon to be conference game. Uh, Chris. Hey, at the all, moment, all the credit, 
Yeah, all the credits to Longhorns last week. Uh, well, one on, of the let, teams... let me let me okay. read the lines all right. first. All right. Texas currently, we got the people need to know. Texas currently. You said my name, points. so I I know I started. I, I regretted it immediately. Uh, Texas currently a seven point favorite. Uh, you don't care, but over unders around 55 and a half, 56, 56 and a half. Chris, which way do you want to go? Okay, I'll start over. All all the credit to the Longhorns. Um, one of a few teams. They came out. They didn't fart around. They got it done. I did not pick them to do that. Um, but I have to recognize that they just played solid football. Start to finish, they went and did the job. And uh, I, I, it's just something we haven't seen in a long time from the Longhorns. And I like where it's going. Uh, listen, if, if B. John Robinson gets going, contain uh, the Razorback quarterback, uh, Jefferson, I, I think they go out and they get this win. I think they I think they get it by seven. I, I think they cover. And, hey, if you're ready to go play in the SEC, show it. Uh, Daniel, where do you want to go? And credit to Texas. They came out. They did the job. The ULL was the trendy dog last week. Texas just shut all of that down. Sark said, hey, we're for real. I'm going to take the under on this game. There's still some 57s hanging out there. Jazz, Penny, you've got the 57. Uh, I've got a lot of different angles that all point to this. The wind is going to be flying around there in Arkansas. Uh, I think there's going to be a tighter game. Texas's front seven actually showed us a lot against ULL. Um, let's see, what's the wind even going to be on this one? Uh, we're looking at 10, 11, 12 miles an hour. The winds are going to be getting to, uh, we've already gotten some sharp moves that came in right away. This thing opened at 58 and a half. We saw it dip all the way down to 55. That got a little too low crossing 56, but I love the under here. Wind Arkansas's offense is still trying to figure it out. Texas is got a good front seven. We're coming in, we're cashing it. Okay, Rob, what do you think? I think that Arkansas, uh, for everything they've done well in the last two years, still suck. <laughs> and I think I like Pittman as the coach at Arkansas. I think he'll do well. Sarkeesian, I just think all gas, no breaks. I think Texas is, even though it's a new staff, a brand new staff, I think talent-wise they're just ahead of Arkansas right now. I like Texas to by a touchdown uh, i see him minus six and a half they opened at three and a half and it like immediately ballooned to a touchdown so i'll, I'll like him at a touchdown as well i think six and a half is a solid number i see it at seven. if i can get six and a half i would yep. like that too yes yes i can get you both six and a half uh which is nice how, how much did either of you did any of you happen to watch the arkansas game last week against rice yeah they look good in the fourth oh. quarter I watched the first quarter. Okay. Um, I watched the whole game. Again, my wife, my in-laws are Arkansas fans. Um, their quarterback, he's, he's got some legs on him. That guy can run. He can't throw for shit uh, at all. Like, he's, it's not good. Um, I, 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 I hate that we agree all this much, but, like, I think Texas covers this easily. I... I the thing about Texas that impressed me the most against Louisiana was you win against a disciplined and well-coached team that plays well and is very experienced in a game where in a normal year, Texas would have played with its food and maybe lost. 
Texas came out. They played discipline. They played solid football. They put the balls in the hands of the players they needed to put the balls in the hands of. The defense played well. Like That looks like a completely different Texas team in just one game under Sarkeesian and that coaching staff. Again, I don't like overreacting to week one, but Louisiana would beat Arkansas. Um, Texas beat Louisiana by the end of the game comfortably. Uh, Arkansas, I know they got things going eventually, but no. like That quarterback for Arkansas is not good. I hate that we all agree this much again, but I will take Texas minus six and a half as well. Are you a Big 12 basketball obsessed fan and have nowhere to go for just all of your Big 12 basketball information? Look no further because Midwest Madness is here just for you. We talk men's and women's basketball all year long with exclusive interviews, guests that come on to talk about each team, game recaps once the season begins, and so much more content you won't know what to deal with. So for all of your Big 12 basketball needs, Midwest Madness is your place to go. Listen on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I only have one under. That's not good. I do all of those. Just kidding. Um, Okay, non-Big 12. You guys, any game that's outside of the Big 12 across board, you get to pick. Rob, why don't you go first here? I'm just looking at uh, some of the ones I have, and uh, I've I've got some strange picks on my board right now. Uh, the Holy War is out there. I don't think you'll let me tease that BYU line, so I'll stay away from that at seven. I like Colorado plus 17 against Texas A&M in Boulder. I don't really know why. I don't have any analysis here, strong analysis of why I like this game. It's just one of those games I see on the board. I see the line. I think of Texas A&M breaking in a new quarterback. I think of Jimbo in these type of games. And I see that Texas A&M is 5-0 and against the spread in the last five, 4-1. Colorado's 2-3. and three. Nothing backs my play here but I'm going to take Colorado plus 17 <laughs> in Boulder as a gut, as a gut play. Hey, sometimes, I mean, that's okay. Sometimes the line just looks too big. You know, that's, that's, that's a, I mean, again, it's not like a deep, you know, analytic right. thing, but that's real. You know, sometimes look at a line, you're like, eh, that's not right. Very good. Very good. Uh, Chris, you can't pick coastal this week. So I'm really curious where you're going to go. You know, before there was the coastal Carolina train, there was the Ball State train, and they used to cover like crazy. <laughs> choo choo! Back in the day, yeah, there was the Ball State train, and they would they were Down just the a guaranteed cover. Uh, I, I was trying to think of how many years ago that was, but it, it was a little bit. But that train has derailed, and I like Penn State to get the cover at home. Ooh, ooh! I think 20... I can get it twenty-one and a half. Let's look here. I saw 22 and a half was the lowest I saw. Let me find this 20. I do have a 21 and a half uh, from Circa. Okay. Penn State. Man, that's a, that's a big, you love to ride on the big numbers. Uh, you're a brave man. Um, I hate to, ha- I have two upset picks. And so I'm going to use one here and one, one for my dog of the week. And there's one I feel better about as far as the line goes. 
Rutgers is currently a two and a half point favorite on the road at Syracuse. Syracuse has not been good. They have not been good. But I I was I was slightly impressed by their week one performance. Um enough so that at home against a Rutgers team that is improving. They are. They're improving. I think Syracuse gets this upset pick, and, and so I'm gonna take Syracuse to cover the two and a half. I think Syracuse flat out wins this game. So in that case, it makes sense to take them on that line. So I'm going to run with Syracuse. I'm going to the ACC again. I don't know why I do this to myself. I'm sure it's going to, I'm going to. So this isn't your upset pick. This is not my dog. I have a different dog, but I think Syracuse upholds this upset. So I'm going to take Syracuse plus two and a half over Rutgers. Daniel. Um, This is the line I bet earlier in the week, but I still like it. Uh, Minnesota, Miami, Ohio. They got a little 9 a.m. game. Uh, total open at 56 and a half. I bet the under immediately. Uh, Minnesota lost probably their best offensive weapon, the running back. Unfortunately, he's out for the year. Uh, left mm-hmm. that Ohio State game. Uh, there is going to be almost double-digit wins at this game, you know, nine, ten miles an hour. But most importantly, P.J. Fleck does a really good job of limiting less – teams on offense he does a really good job of taking away when a team only has like one or two scoring options and frankly Miami Miami Ohio has like zero to one scoring option uh, PJ Fleck does a really good job of shutting them down uh, this feels like a game just based on injuries and how they came off of last week Minnesota's going to get up shut this thing down slow sleepy second half I love under 54 very good all right, uh, and we wrap up with our new our new segment here with our dog of the week, where you just pick a straight winner, but one dog you think is going to pull off the upset and uh, and feel very victorious. Um, I gave you my first one, hey, Rob. It's interesting you you mentioned the Holy War because that's where I'm going. BYU is a seven point dog to Utah, but I think BYU beats Utah this year. I know Utah's pretty well owned this rivalry for the past few years. I think this is the year. They're feeling good. They're future Big 12 members. They're ready to show off the why why the, the Pac-12 should have brought them in all those times. I think BYU knocks off Utah in the Holy War for the first time in, in quite some time. Uh, well, I felt good about my dog pick and up until about 10 seconds ago. Did you pick the same thing? Yeah. So, yeah, no, I'm going, uh, you know, the newest Big 12 member took care of one Pac-12 team. Let's make it two with a night game in Provo. Okay. Okay. Wow. Rob, where do you, you're going to, you're not going to pick the same thing. We are. Uh, kind of. I'm going <laughs> big Dino Babers guy. I like that money line over Rutgers. Oh, we have a believer as well. All right, Daniel, uh, who's your dog? I'm glad you saved me for last. Okay. Um, hmm. My get, look, listen, there's no way my team wins. Okay. <laughs> But you understand the point of this. Pick, that's what. Right? I, no, no, no. That's that's the spirit of dog. That's the spirit of a dog thing. <sighs> this is the call of all calls. There is a very live, very live team that is a twenty-four and a half point dog this Saturday. Listen, they're not going to win the game, but I've got a hunch. There's like a five or six percent chance that UAB goes into Georgia as a 24 and a half point dog and they have a chance, they have a chance to win this game. Bold. 
there's a few things going on here. Clemson. Just the trap game. Clemson is not as good as people thought going into this year. Georgia played a great game. Georgia's defense obviously played lights out. Georgia wasn't playing the Clemson that everybody thinks that they were playing. Georgia is a very good team. I'm not sure that they're as good as everyone thinks they are after beating Clemson. I love UAB on those points all day long. To add to that, um, their quarterbacks hobbled. JT Daniels uh, for, uh, uh, for Georgia, he's hurt. And if he goes and plays this game, he's going to be playing hurt. There's a good chance. They do have a pretty good backup. There's a chance that they're rolling out with their backup. And while UAB is not a solid team, they're not incompetent. They, they are good enough to hang around. And I just feel like this will be the kind of thing where it's like, oh, crap, why is it still 10-10 in the third quarter? You know what I mean? Just, just that sort of thing. You're going to be checking score Saturday, and it's like, what? UAB's up 14-10 right now over Georgia, you know, at, at halftime? I've just got a hunch, people. It'll never happen, but UAB is my dog this week. Man, if these are weighted picks, then you get that. No, they're not. This is just for fun. <laughs> and for that reason, see, let's just go. Yeah, what right? I, let's I, just. Okay. Uh, consensus vote here. If this actually happens, you get two points for this. <laughs> hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. And Chris, I'm not doing it that? just to be, you know, I'm not doing it to be a joke. Yeah, I know, to get I know but I'm, Chris, Chris, no, you I, I that? think that there should be like, if, if someone's a, a two, a two touchdown, touchdown no, we're, dog. We're talking three touchdowns. If you pick a three touchdown be. dog to pull off the win and they do it. Yeah, I, I'm good you with get two a points. second point. Oh, okay. now look, I'm saying all this and Georgia's going to win this game, but you know, 38 seven or something. Yeah. I mean, come on. We all know. They keep, they keep saying this is going to be 2007 2.0 and I'm waiting for the chaos to rain down. This, this would be, I, I, I do kind of like the idea of waiting these picks though. I mean, we kind of off recording, we've talked about it before, but because like the, the deal is if you don't win it, then you don't get the points, but if you win it, you get the points. That'd be kind of an interesting game in itself. Well, that's how, that's how you come from behind is you start picking three touchdown, four touchdown dogs to try and get some extra points under you. I like this. Okay. If you're, if, if you get a three touchdown dog as a, as an upset pick and it wins, you get two points. So Daniel going for going for gold for this week. I am just feels out of like the gate. It. <laughs> out of the gate. Uh, this has been a ton of fun. Um, if you like our, the picks episodes that we do each week, then you can join in with us. We do a pick three competition on symbol every week. We will pick three of the games that we picked here on the show. And I tell you what, I will tell you what those are right now. We're going to do Oklahoma state Tulsa. Uh, we're going to do Iowa state, Iowa, and we're going to do, we did Texas last week. Let's do TCU Cal. So those games that we picked here on the show, you will find available to pick on the symbol app in our pick three game. Simplest way to sign up, and it's free to sign up. You sign up. There is a link in the show notes you can click. We'll also have it on our Twitter at 1012 Network. Uh, you can DM us there at 1012 Network, and I will give you the link. You can DM us in our Instagram account at 1012Pod, and I will give you the link. You get signed up for free. You can participate. We are going to have weekly prizes. Okay, we're getting some uh, 1012 Network koozies and stickers printed, and I'll be sending those out one a week. Uh, this past week, week one, we had five players 
perfect three three and zero scores. Uh, one of them is going to get a nice prize from us in the mail as soon as I get everything printed. Sorry, things don't always go at the speed that I would like them to. So once the printer's done, they'll be ready to go and start shipping out. So we'll have a weekly winner. We will have a grand prize winner at the end. Whoever has the highest point total will get a grand prize of. I don't know exactly what all it's going to be at this point, but I will say this. It's at least of a value of a hundred bucks. It seems like a, a fun thing to do for free. Maybe get a hundred bucks worth of free stuff and get a free koozie and a free sticker from the 1012 network every week. So in the show notes, click the link, get signed up with a free account on Simple, partake in our pick three. Uh, while you're there, shop around, see if it looks like something you want to participate in. Of course, you can deposit $25 and use the promo code NETWORK12 to... Uh, be entered in to win two free tickets to a Big 12 game of your choosing. But pick three, it's completely free. We've got 19 people signed up so far. Uh, not ev- Some of them are new. Uh, not everyone made their picks last week. Don't worry. You still, you know, it's only three picks. You can you can make a run. But join us, have some fun, see how you do against, uh, of course, Chris and Daniel who are participating as well. Uh, so go check that out. Rob, man, really appreciate you joining us this week, bud. Uh, do me a favor. Plug all of your stuff, man. Plug it all in. All right, you can follow me at Rob Bro Show. You can follow Radio Station at Talk1340. You can follow the podcast at Gambling Gauchos. Just gambling with an N, then Gauchos. Uh, you can, I don't know. Follow me on Facebook. No, don't do that. Uh, anywhere <laughs> where podcasts can be found, Apple, Spotify. Just boom me, Rob Bro. You can find me. Uh, Rob Rose, bro, spelled B R E A U X, straight out of Louisiana. Uh, Rob Rose Show. Give Rob a, sh- a follow. Gamma Gachos, it's a fun show. Rob, appreciate you joining us this week. Hope to have you on again. But don't forget, Daniel is on Twitter at DannerB7. Uh, if you'd like to join into the uh, the Slack chat for gra- uh, Grinders and Blinders, let him know. He'd be happy to welcome you in. You can talk all sorts of, of gambling with our pro picker here. Uh, Chris Ross at the underscore LGG because he doesn't tweet as much from his personal one, but he will tweet all weekend and make fun of Kansas fans because he's just that mean and, and just, just black hearted that you would make fun of Kansas. It was a high school team. Excited. It doesn't matter. It's all for fun. No it was a field feeling. goal. A high okay, school man. team. Okay, man. All right. <laughs> I, you, you go ahead and ride that pale horse as long as far as you want to. Uh, thank you for joining us this week. We'll be back on Monday. We're going to have an interesting crew put together because a few people in, a few people out. Uh, we will be back. Don't forget we have our Friday 15 episode every Friday where we feature our Olympic sports. Okay, we got a really good interview for you this week, so check that out. Make sure you subscribe. Rate, review, five stars if you don't mind. Please leave us a review. I will read it here on the pod. We love reviews. Don't forget... You can find every show in the 1012 network in the show notes. So if you're a TCU fan, we got you covered. West Virginia fan, covered. Texas fan, covered. Big 12 men's and basketball, men's and women's basketball fan, covered. Kansas fan, covered. And of course, we are the 1012 podcast. We cover all 10 teams of the Big 12 network. And we will talk to you again soon. Podcast Network.